Greetings, peace, and love. This is Davis representing the DMV and good music worldwide. You are now listening to Tissue and the Tape. Respect, heat holders. This should be played at high volume, preferably in a residential area. Like we always do about this time. Catching shit off the radio. Put the tissue in the tissue and the tape. Tissue or the tape. They don't know about that. Respect, heat holders. Recording live from somewhere, it's the world's famous TITT, his home team in the motherfucking house. No question. As always, it is I, Davis Backwards, and who state your name, gangsta? Phil Madden 365, a.k.a. Pollen Boy Freshman, allergy season, yo. (laughs) (laughs) Got the boy, got the the eyes uh, all uh, red and everything, man, but no, we here, though. Let's, Let's do it, so... Uh, sending a shout out to everybody that rocks with us. Uh, big shout out to um, our last few guests that we've had. Big shout to Beats by Praise. Salute to him. Yes. Uh, salute to Jay Royale and uh, Jamel Honesty. Salute to uh, Substance Eight One Zero. Filmatic. We you know we 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 do this, man. We 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 we've been at this for about eight years or, or, or longer. Really, not really nine. Best in the world, ask. man. Best <laughs> in the world at what we do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the 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 early years. The the, uh, the prequels. The, yeah. The revolution will not be uh, televised. The, 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 the pre the pre rolls for the uh, yeah for the, yeah. But no, in all, in all honesty, man, it's just been a pleasure to to do the pre rolls. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just with all the guests that we that we've had, man, we salute them and give them uh you know just the the utmost gratitude man for just rocking with us everybody that listens to us everybody that's supported us shared like comment you know everything man um you know we're just looking to continue this thing and tonight is no different filmatic who we got yeah man we got we got uh we got art in the house tonight man i I love i love we got art man yeah yeah, man done Uh, an illustrious list yeah, man. Shout out, shout out to the homie Nanlib. Yeah, you know I mean, who's yeah. our, who's our our first uh, artist? You know, yeah. Uh, shout out to her. Um, but man, uh, I, I was I was over at, at mom's house and uh, my sister was like, "Yo, my homie, dope. You gotta you gotta check out his art." So I went to the you know went to the IG, start scrolling. I was like, "Oh, she's like, oh, and he like music." I was like. Let, let, let's make it happen. She was like, "Yeah, he, that he'll love to talk music." So, 
You made it made it nice and quick, man. So we we gonna get right to it, man. We got we got uh excellent uh superstar to to be, man. We about to about to be uh Basquiat with the draw. We got my man, <laughs> man uh Julia Haskins in the building. What's up, kid? What's happening, man? What's happening? How y'all feeling? Oh, we chilling, man. Everything's Good, man. lovely. Yes, sir. I got beef with your sister, by the way, too. I just want to say that we've been beefing for years over some music takes, so I just, oh, I just oh, need to address oh, let's, that. Let's let's go because I've been beefing <laughs> with it too about one one take in particular. I wonder if it's the same one. We will get to it though. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Shout shout to Kyra, uh, Kyra be cooking, uh, Taste Space VA. Uh, yep. Yes, man, the, the best vittles that that you can find on the net, man. Yeah, man. Exclude <laughs> nobody. You already know. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, everybody. So again, we're just honored, man. We're we're talking to uh Julian. You might hear us call him uh Jew. Uh, you know, but just know, man, uh, the art speaks for itself. But tonight, man, we get a chance to actually give you a chance to speak, man. You know, uh what's what's going on, man? What what you got going on? I appreciate it, man. So actually it's funny, y'all just caught me too. I just finished sketching out a uh a new canvas for a new piece I'm working on, but I'm putting a whole new collection together right now. Uh, I got a show coming up, a couple of shows actually coming up later this year. I ain't gonna speak on it too much because yeah. I'm still putting stuff in the works, but that's pretty much what I'm on right now. I'm just focusing on focusing on my shows and grinding out this artwork. Nice. That's it's always, dope, it's always dope to hear that, man, because I think a lot of times what happens uh, in, in our culture, you know, whether black culture, hip hop culture, you know, everybody's so excited to, to show the finished product or there's an other spectrum now in this era, people will will just inundate you with what they're gonna do. Mm-hmm. You know, I know a lot yeah. of times with the artists, you guys gotta kind of work in the in the lab for a long time before you actually get a chance to, to show, you know, the, the fruits of your labor. Is that is that true? Oh, for sure. And most of the time, some of the stuff you see, we might have finished like three months ago. We just now posting it or showing it or bringing it out or something like that, just because sometimes artists we might work so much that we forget to look up, and it's like, oh snap! I don't. It's been three, four months, and I done knocked out 15, 20, 25 pieces. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody seen none of it. So. Is, is it putting it together in a collection? Is that a good way to kind of get it out in like a mass quantity so that people can see it? Um, I think it varies by artist, but for me, yeah. Um, but also, and it, it, it kind of, I look at, I actually just tweeted this the other day. I look at my um, artwork like music. So like each piece I do is a song. My collections or my series of like works album? is an album. And so like my one-off pieces, if I'm just painting like a bunch of rappers or singers or something like that, those are just like my singles. Like I'm just dropping them here and there and, or like they'll be my mixtapes and I take them out for show. I can I can do other people's events and travel with these, you know, but when I'm working on my series, that means I'm in album mode. Got it. Got nice. It. That's dope. That's dope. I, like, I like that analogy. So, so what's your preferred medium? Like, do you, are you multi-medium or is there one specific thing that you rock with? Right now, I've just been stuck on painting. 
uh, for at least the past, this year will be seven, seven years. Um, but yeah, I've, I've been stuck on painting. I started off drawing. Drawing's all it was and still is like my original medium. Um, but I've graduated or kind of switched it up towards painting. Um, I found a lot more freedom in that. Nice. Is it is it is it easy to edit when you're painting, or is it more difficult than other mediums? Um, like I think it's actually point, pretty. If you get to a point where you like, oh man, I messed that up. Like, is there a way for you to kind of? Do you have to scrap it, start over, or what? Um, I wouldn't say scrap it, uh, because I've definitely actually one of the pieces I just finished working on i was tweaking like the background and some of the background color got on the actual image and it was just like i was frustrated <laughs> and um uh, but i look at it as it's not really as hard um as long as you're practicing your skill because you can just paint over it at the end of the day mm -hmm. you know sometimes like all right cool let the paint dry paint over it but i wouldn't scrap a whole piece just because you know part of it got messed up or i wouldn't even say messed up but you know part of it didn't come out the way i wanted it so you're not over there uh detoxing like dr dre like you know because <laughs> you, know, no. you know how artists sometimes do that man like you know it's like oh, they overanalyze. yeah so that was me when i first started i was i was perfectionist mode Mm -hmm. I was every line. That's when I was scrapping artwork. When my lines weren't correct and like my lines weren't straight enough or the lines were too thick or this is the wrong color or it's not bright enough or it's not dark enough. That's when I was in my Dr. Dre detox mode. I'm like, oh, y'all ain't seeing this. But then it literally took like one, sh one event I did I brought some stuff out and I was talking to one of my friends who is now like my art. He's my art mentor. He's will forever be my favorite artist of all time. His name is Ray Johnson. Um, he was telling me, he was like, man, he taught me two things. He was like, go bigger with your canvases. Um, also, he was like, man, just pretty much enjoy the process. Like you find like you should not be stressed out painting like there's there's so much freedom in it so you know you can definitely work with that yeah yeah now now painting is such a a i think it's one of those skills i i, I like in painting to like hitting a baseball uh doing stand-up comedy it's like these amazing things that's strictly for live men like were you were you self-taught were you were you trained did you go to school how did how did you even get into uh painting <laughs> so self-taught self-taught um i got into painting 2014 like summer 2014 um so i got into it because i was actually at a point in my life where i didn't know what the heck i was doing i was just sitting at home i didn't go to college so I'm just like sitting at home, working these random dead end jobs. I ain't really doing nothing. Still at my parents' house. And so I was like, man, forget this. I'm going to the military. 
So, because I felt like I really had no other option, I'm like, shoot, let me go to the Air Force. Get to see the world for free. Chill out. You know, ain't gonna be too hard. You know, a couple months in basic training, I can do that. Um, so I started training. Um, got with a recruiter, passed my ASVAB. Like, I was gonna be jumping out of planes, bro. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna be jumping out of planes, and we were training and everything before we uh got sent off the basic. Woke up one morning about 4 30 in the morning to go run and I couldn't move like I was stuck I was stuck I had to like literally pull myself out the bed end up going to the doctor or whatever and so long story short I had like a like my hip since birth it, it grew out of place and so that caused like complete back problems. I never knew how how much each part of your body affects the other part. So they were like, yeah, normally, you know, my doctors just gave me the x-rays, told me what was going on. They were like, yeah, you're feeling now because your bones have stopped growing. And normally, you know, they, they notice it in kids, but you know, I've never had a major bone injury or any injury for real. So they were like, um, yeah, you're gonna have to have surgery. You can't go to the military. Yeah. So Damn. yeah. So my recruiter was like, uh, you think you can hold out till you get the basic? Here's the thing with the military that a lot of people don't know. Unless you're I don't know if it's changed at this point, but when I was trying to go, unless you were in like the army or something, you didn't have a guaranteed date to go to uh basic training you just had to wait until they said hey you're they called you. exactly so they kept pushing my date back so i'm like i don't know if y'all gonna ask me to do something in six months or a year so i ended up telling them i couldn't do it and so i had surgery after that um i'm living on my <laughs> on my parents living room floor because i couldn't walk uh so yeah, and then after that, it just felt like a movie. I literally had nothing else to really do but paint. Like, I literally, like, had nothing around. Because I got tired of just eating McDonald's and playing video games and watching TV all day because there was nothing else for me to do. I literally got bored, and I was like, let me find something else to do. And this is where I, I really correlated music and art. The first thing I painted was the Wu-Tang logo. Mm. And I remember I sketched out the logo on this like probably like a 16 by 20 canvas or whatever. And it was pretty standard, like pretty regular, but I just sketched out the logo, painted it, and then I was like, oh I'm gonna write all the all the rap, all the members' names around it. And I'm like, alright, cool, I did it. Posted on my IG. And it got, got a little bit of love or whatever. So I was like, oh, hold cool. on, hold on. Before you finish, where's that? Where's that painting at right now? Uh, I wish I knew. Oh, <laughs> I, wish I knew. I, I don't know if I, I don't know if somebody got it. I, I don't know if 
I don't know what happened to that. I think I actually, I think I got, actually got messed up when I was moving, but well, when my parents it moved from my house, but yeah, I don't know where that piece is. Oh man. But the, but all right, man, all right, but, go, go ahead. I'll, oh, I'm going to say, but the funny thing is I still have the very first piece of artwork I ever painted. I will never get rid of it. Um, I painted it in high school and that was when I hated painting but my art teacher was like you're the only person in this class who's actually taking art seriously so let me show you something so I actually have this like big piece of wood that I painted Kanye West on like backpacker Kanye West and I still have it and I will never get rid of it what year what, what year was that I was probably like oh wait oh wait so what's yeah, that college like, dropout Kanye? Yep. Yep. So I still have it to this day. It's in my storage. And I wouldn't that's the only piece I'll probably never get rid of. But um but yeah, so after that, um, like I said, I posted that Wu Tang piece on my IG, got some love off of it, and I just kind of kept doing it. And I um I ended up having to like one of my best friends. He he helped me relearn the style that my art teacher in high school showed me. The same style that I painted that original Kanye piece. He helped me relearn how to do that style. It's kind of like a if you notice how my pieces look like it's a it looks kind of like a stencil. Mm -hmm. So he helped me relearn that. So a lot of my earlier work looks just like basic stencil work but it was all like black and white and so um after that it was um i just kept growing with it and then people kept liking it and i got hit up to do like a couple of events and stuff like that and i'm like oh y'all really like this <laughs> and then and then like literally the first event i ever got invited to the owner of the event bought one of the pieces from me and taught me one of the greatest lessons I've ever learned in art. Um, at the time, I was painting like this Marilyn Monroe piece, um, but I like super simplified it where all I painted was her lips, her eyes, part of her nose and the mole on her face. I never painted the full face or the full figure. I pulled up to the show with that piece and like four other pieces. And she's like, yeah, I'm gonna buy this from you. She was like, how much you selling it for? Me not thinking, also not knowing, cause I just started painting. I'm like, I mean, I ain't gonna really like, it's enough for me to recreate this. That's what I'm thinking. So I told her, I'm like, I don't know, I sell it to you for 50. She was like, all right, cool. And also remember, in the contract, I get a percentage of whatever you sell. So <laughs> I sold it for 50. I made $30. Oh, shit. Yeah, she was like, yeah. Um, always remember, you gotta, if you're planning on selling your pieces, your prices have to change. You don't undersell yourself. Yeah. So don't think because, you know, it might be quote unquote easy for you to do doesn't mean that that's how you should value your art. Yeah. 
because because the art is is whatever somebody's willing to pay for it yeah that's exactly. the value that's the value of the art and then exactly. also also who's to say you, you you get the opportunity to sell it you know like you had in that particular moment right you know it might be another few months before you you command that type of audience so it's like you got to capitalize on that she was like, "Man, I would have paid a hundred dollars for this," ah. and I was like, "I was like, what? they always hit you with that after the fact." It's no, like, well, you, man. you can still pay a hundred dollars for it. <laughs> she was like, "I'm gonna teach you a lesson." She was like, "I would have paid a hundred dollars for it. You would have made what seventy, eighty, seventy, sixty bucks." Mm-hmm. She was like, "You undersold yourself. Don't do that again." So I was like, "Okay, <laughs> fair enough." Well, well the, the best part is you learned that lesson early, right? Yes, most people don't, and I try to tell any artist that. Like, I'm like, you don't, you can't base your. Sometimes you cannot base your art around what you think other people's budget is. You don't know their budget, but you know your artwork, right? So, <clears throat> and a lot of times with that, just with negotiation, you just let the person that covets what you what you have, you let them name their price and you just see where you go from there you know exactly yeah. so that was a vet move by her at least she taught you something though. yeah, yeah man. <laughs> no no um as far as like when you when you're paying where, where where are you pulling like your inspiration from are you are you looking towards like other artists or other <laughs> uh other uh forms of media where where is that inspiration for your work come from um it's a couple different things so it's a couple artists that i do look at like i said i got one of my my mentor i talk him and i probably talk every day if not every other day we bounce and i art ideas off of each other and constantly pushing each other i feel like uh he's the only artist that i'm chasing you know like you're my he's my goat so like you know he's the only person i'm chasing but um I look at him um, in terms of where I want to be with art, but inspiration-wise, like I said, it's a couple guys I look at: uh, Ray Johnson, Tommy Mitchell, Chris Clark, just from style-wise. But inspiration, I could sit there and scroll through Instagram, and I'm just like, what what's popping out at me? You know, what's what's standing out? I could sit there and look at like. I painted something I saw on a Target ad one time just because I'm like, I like how this makes me feel, you know, or like, I'm like, this is, I could do something with this. I could, I could work with this. So it's literally like majority of the time it's what catches my eye. And then it's from, yeah. then from there, it's just trimming the fat of like going through the process. And I'm like, all right, do I really want to commit to this? So. Do do you study like like other like like the the classical artists like like the the Monets and you know all all, all of the uh the the different types of uh I'm I'm air quoting famous painters you know the- um, I do but I don't because sometimes their style sometimes their style doesn't really apply to me you know what they did sometimes really just it doesn't apply to me. Um, and then also to like, I respect what they did, but I'm like, I don't really look at them for inspiration. Like they're 
god level artists those those are the literally the foundation of art but like i don't really look at them for inspiration at all that's fair gotcha yeah i kind of make my own list of people i look at yeah well i i'm gonna I'm go ahead and, and, and segue a little bit into uh uh, I, I gotta, I gotta hear one of the musical uh, takes, one of the music takes that uh, that you that you got beef with uh, with, our, with our dear sister. <laughs> yeah, because because like I said, I got one lifelong one since since she's been alive, or uh, pretty, pretty much we're gonna, we're gonna, at, at least how, how it cycles back to art. But I because I, because I, yeah. I'm curious is because this entire time. That you've been talking to us and once again we're talking mm-hmm. to uh julian haskins uh artist uh extraordinaire um you've been very measured you've been very calm and cool one of the coolest people that we've spoken to <laughs> of the year so far but i know yeah. how music takes and how you know like how it'll it'll take the that coolness. <laughs> yeah. it'll just take it'll one take of the all few that things coolness that can make just, me lose my composure Right, so yeah, I, I want to. What did she hear. say, yo? Yeah, so yeah, let, let's let's get to it. <laughs> I'll never forget that day. She told me she didn't think Michael Jackson could sing. No, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I will never yeah, forget I, her yeah, for that. I, I, I've I've heard this. She said, "Forgive her." Mike, she said Michael Jackson couldn't sing, and I almost flipped the table. <laughs> like like current michael jackson or like just michael jackson I, like from, i asked all those what, questions i right. said what version what current of michael, michael jackson, jackson well, well, when they were talking at the time he was still alive i'm, I'm almost positive right i think or he, it might have been he, he, pa- he passed in 2009 so so oh what, yeah he was gone by then he was gone. yeah, yeah i'm about to say yeah he was gone so yeah because she she said this recently in like in in another conversation we were having the disrespect is real. Like, so I so, asked. Like, so the question is, yeah, what version of Michael Jackson? Like, was she talking about? She just said Michael Jackson. Period. She, every version. I was like, you can't be serious. Like, there's no version of Michael Jackson where he couldn't sing. So I I had to dig deeper. I'm like, where's the source of this mm-hmm. this coming from? Right. I'm like, so I, I I asked her. I said, what? who do you listen to like who do you like that you think can sing better than michael jackson so she's like whitney houston and i'm like i will never disagree with anybody saying whitney houston and yeah, then i'm that's she's like naming, exactly so i'm like she's naming these people and i'm like oh i get it he's not soulful enough for you mm. You like soulful, strong, heavy singers. And I'm like, okay, I get you're wrong, but I get it. (laughs) (laughs) She's definitely wrong. It's like, you can't just say Michael Jackson can't sing. Yeah. Again, unless unless you're like, because there's there's just so many iterations of him. And in all the iterations I can think of, like they... They all involved him being like a, a great vocalist. Exactly. <laughs> like you can't tell yeah. me Michael Jackson can't sing. Yeah. 
So wow, okay, that that, that would be something that I would hold on to as far as beef for sure. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm never letting that go. Yeah. Uh, okay, so so many 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 tip for tat. Uh, you got to We're going off the wall or thriller. You talking about albums and whole? Yeah. If you if you if you said if if you left hand, that's not my left hand. Left hand is off the wall. Right hand thriller. You got to pick one. Who? Which one you picking? Off the wall. My man. Yeah, it's off the wall. My man. That's not the soulful mic. Bad. Despite not what my sister say- said, that's the that's the yeah. soulful mic. Yeah, not to say Thriller's bad. Thriller is great. I have. I mean, of course. I mean, it's, um, it's it's nine songs of you know the the biggest selling yeah. album ever. But, exactly, but off the wall, a masterpiece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we tend to agree with that, and there, there's people that that off the sheer um, bigness of, of Thriller, you know, it's it's hard to to deny it. But off the wall, I think when people. I think when people hear the word thriller, they think immediately of the music video. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I get that completely. The music video was a movie, but like, go listen to Off The Wall. All your favorite Michael Jackson songs came from that album. Mm. <laughs> like majority of your favorite Michael Jackson songs came from Off The Wall. Yeah. What I will say, I think thriller, and I've been thinking about this recently, thriller is the greatest playlist ever because those songs those songs don't go together at all if you look at those nine songs they don't they don't flow well at all they're they're very random from she's out of my life to thriller to billy mm-hmm. jean like nothing none of the songs really sound the same yeah but, it wasn't like a cohesive yeah album. It, it was just hit after hit after hit see, I, I when I when I think about like um, my beautiful dark twisted hot chocolate fantasy, I greatest Kanye I, album of all time by the way. No, it's not. No, now now we got beef. <laughs> now, now we got it's beef. Kanye's best album, bro. It's Kanye's best. It's album. it's a great playlist. Not a, not a, it's not a, it's the songs. They don't they don't quite curl. Yeah, we here now. All right, all right. Hold on, I gotta say this. If you're picking one of the first three, I get it. Yeah, and I am. If you're, you're probably picking college dropout, aren't you? Mm-mm. Graduation? Mm-hmm. I ain't mad at that. I love graduation. My beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is the only Kanye. The reason why I say it's my, it's my personal favorite and I say it's his best is because it's the only album where it made me stop and it's like, what am I listening to? Like, this album is a movie. It made me feel like it was a movie, and I'm like, to me, there was probably only one, one skip on that album. Maybe so, two. what if what if you what if the movie what if you knew all the good parts of the movie before the movie came out? Is it still a great movie? It can be. Because like, because I think I think the the brilliance of that album was the the uh, Good Fridays. The Good Fridays, everything leading up to that, the album almost felt like a letdown after the Good Fridays because I had heard everything. There was the only thing that I didn't hear by that time. I 
think probably was Devil in the New Dress. That was, that was the like Rick Ross song, right? With the Rick yeah. Ross verse in it, right? Yeah, that was like yeah. the only thing that I hadn't heard on a Good Friday. That, like, the song that people love, like, I, I all of the lights. Uh, I didn't like. I was it all of the lights that I didn't like. I can live with all of the lights. It was okay. But I'm like not Power the, Monster, like all of all of those. Um, so Paul. All of those songs had already heard them. They were already in heavy rotation. They were their great yeah. songs, but they don't—they don't flow the way. And I, I I'm not an 808 and Heartbreaks dude, but that song I like that album. I've not met a person who said they like 808 yet. I like that album. But but, but what I will say about it, it's thank you. It, it's yeah, it's I rock co- with it. <laughs> it's cohesive. It's it flows beautifully. It's not it's not for me at all. But it flows beautifully. The first three albums flow beautifully. This, it it, it kind of mirrored where he was in his life. Like it was it was all over the place. Like you could tell that he had lost something. Um, because the music was still high quality. It just wasn't. It just didn't have that that natural flow that the first four albums prior to that had. And that's, that's what I would say. It's not. It's not that the music is bad because it's not. It's great music, good music, if you will. But <laughs> but it it doesn't to me personally. It doesn't flow the way the previous four albums did. And that's always that. been my beat with that with that album. I get that take. I'm not mad at it. Um, the it's one of those things where it's like when it comes to his discography i separate the first three from the rest of his album because like the first three like 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 who really puts out three classics back to back to back like ain't too many people done that so it's like so it's like okay these are in a category of their own and then it's like okay because after the first three that's when he really I would even say on graduation is when he really started experimenting with different sounds. Yeah. And so every album, I would say, except for my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, he was in even everything after Life of Pablo, which I enjoy. He was trying to push a different sound. He didn't give you the same thing or what a, the, the same beats that every other rapper is on. He's like, I'm going to change the sound of music with every album I put out. And that's what I respect about it. Like, as much as I don't like the Yeezus album, he changed the sound of rap with that album. He did the same with 808s. Like, definitely with 808s. That's the question. The drill influence, and yes, he used some of the Chicago influence, but yeah, you see, you see the drill movement. You know he was he was right at the forefront the of that. Shit I don't like. Yeah, like yep, he was doing um, that. He was doing that. So, um, I, I I will say. So you say your favorite is is Dark Twisted. That's your favorite Kanye album. By what's far. your what's your least favorite one? Um, are we counting the collabs with like? No, the kids nah, see ghosts not, album. All right, not not kids see ghosts, and maybe not even yay either. So, it, all right, cool. Thank you. If that's <laughs> the case, 
So, so I, I take it those if they were on the table, those would be the the bottom the bottom of the barrel. Um, there's a couple I'm putting at the bottom of the barrel for me. Donda's at the bottom of the barrel. Um, Jesus is probably it. at the, Jesus is probably at the bottom of the barrel for me. It's, it's somewhere in the middle, but. Yeah, Donald. Donald is not a good album. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's funny when you hear people want wanted it to be good so bad that they just convinced themselves that it is. And and some people like genuinely do like it. And but most people, it's just they he has willing it to happen. <laughs> yeah, he has such yeah. a cult following that there's going to be people that's going to listen to whatever he puts out and just don't think it's great. And I'm like, stupidy poop. Exactly. I'm like, bro, this album was weak, bro. I know a kid that's been to uh, like three of the listening parties. He went to one in Miami. He went to one in Atlanta, and he went to Donda Two in Miami. I think it. I think or, yeah. And I was just talking to him recently, and I'm just like, like, why? You know? And um, mm-hmm. he. He's young, you know, maybe he's like 25 now, but, you know, just for him, like, just, yay is like that icon for him. Mm-hmm. But I get it because throughout all the nonsense, he gives you an experience when you go to a show. For sure. Oh, yeah. He gives you an experience. I've never seen, I've never been to a, a yay concert before. But like even like the footage I've seen, like yeah. he never does the same thing twice. Like, like who would have ever thought like on the uh, I think it was the Life of Pablo tour, who had ever thought of a floating stage? Yeah, no, that was dope. Like that is crazy. Man. See, I had I had checked out uh, of the Kanye West business by then, but I did get the I get did get to go to Glow in the Dark and went to. Um, I wanted to go to that tour so yeah. bad. Saw it at the amphitheater with, with this gentleman, as a matter of fact, and then um, then saw Watch the Throne with with Kyra oh. and my and my wife. I would have. We went we, we oh. went to Atlantic City and saw Watch the Throne. I would have. I would have loved to go to that tour. And so, like, you're absolutely right when you say like the the experience, the concert experience. But these weren't concerts. These were these were glorified listening parties. So it's it's exactly. A, you're not but did you see what he did with the uh with the Donda listening part? Like that was crazy dope. Like the the um the last the last one, it was they 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 that one was was kind of dope. I can't even front the the mm-hmm. last uh listening party that he did. Um, even the show he did with Drake, like that stage performance was crazy. Yeah. Okay. Like I, I was just I was surprised they even did this this show together, but like I know they 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 wanted them to do like some of the songs that he didn't do and all of that. But all in all, I think I think he's like one of the best performers still. Whether you, whether you like his music or not, like he's going to give you an experience. Ooh, uh, yeah, or Drake. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I see you have you've painted you've painted him a couple times. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've done a couple, like, I do, because, like I told you, that's the first painting I've ever did, was a painting of him, 
So I always used to like, especially when I was younger, I used to have this huge fascination with this dude because it was always like, this dude's like really different. Like there's something different about this dude, but and he's got the art watch, background too. But then you watch the Dream Champs interview and realize everything was a lie. But um, <laughs> but but some of that was capped too. Like so yeah. some of that, like he he now he wants to like denounce a lot of the stuff that, but he like anybody yeah. that's followed him or watched him over the he's years playing the part. Yeah, he, he's always the part. Exactly. So it's like you never know what his next move is because he's always playing the part. He was a he's reverend. He was a reverend for like three years, right? And yeah, he's got dudes out here wearing rain boots, man. <laughs> Yes, I, I I don't know. He's he's all, he's all over the place, but it's, it I could see at least his brand is probably one of the most artistic brands that we've seen. One of the greatest marketers ever. Yeah. One of the greatest marketers ever. Um, uh, which Matt. which Kanye did you paint? Was it was it uh the, the backpack yay, or was it uh was it a crazy haircut <laughs> Kanye? Actually, so the first yay, I, the first one I ever painted yeah, was Backpacker Yay. First one was Backpacker Yay. And then the one more recently, though, is the one that's like post Pablo. That one, I painted like three or four different. Okay, the one, the one that I see that's like not too far down your like um, on your on your page. Um, it was, is it with like the red at the top? Uh, yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, so that one... That was like Watch the Throne era, right? It's called Blood on the Leaves, so that's actually... Okay. Yeah. So Yeezus. That was what? Yeah, that was around Yeezus time. Okay. Yeah, that's dope. Yep, so... That's when I was in You painted that one live, you said. Yeah. Oh, word. Yeah, I did that at a show. I um, I went to I went to this event in DC. Yes. It was either DC or Richmond. I went to. Looks like Richmond. Yeah, and I live painted it then and there. Wow, that's so that, that's like freestyling off the top. Pretty much, kind of. Nah, it's a little red. So I come in. <laughs> so, <laughs> here, here's the thing. Like I come in with the canvas already sketched out. Okay. Yeah, I just had I had I literally just had the outline already up there for the most part, and then everything else I'll just freestyle. So I'm like, it just give me my outline, and I can make everything else work. Man, you so wait, you did the this Kung Fu Kenny and this childish Gambino? Yeah, did all that. Man, yo, those those joints, yeah. yo, those joints are crazy, man. Appreciate it. So actually, that Kung Fu Kenny one is actually a collab piece. I did. Okay. Um, uh, with a friend of mine who's also one of my favorite painters, her name's Alyssa. She's uh, out in California now, but she actually painted the butterflies on that piece. Gotcha. Yeah, because oh, no. it was, it was, I had two ideas. I was like, <clears throat> I want to combine my favorite Kendrick album with uh, the Damn album, because okay. The Temple Butterflies is my favorite Kendrick album. Okay. Damn just turned so, five. That's that's not yep. your favorite joint? Butterfly is? <laughs> Simple Butterflies, my favorite Kendrick album. Uh, it is, it's, it's so artsy, fartsy. I <laughs> loved it because that album was ahead of its time, first of all. Yeah. That no, album that was probably it was. about, it was like five or six years ahead of its time. 
he, um, where does he rank as far as your like favorite artists like right now? Top five. Top, top five. five. Yeah, probably top three. You think we're getting an album anytime soon? I think we're gonna get something from him this year. But I know he's probably super focused on this PG Lang label that he's working on. Does but... does he still owe TDE one more album? No. Oh, I think Dan was his last one. Yeah, because I remember he posted it on his uh, Instagram. He made this huge, he put this huge uh, post out. It was literally, his IG post was just a link to this website. And he gave like this whole thing about he's um, leaving TDE and starting PG Lang. And then Top Dog came out and was talking about it too. And it was like, yeah, they're all good. Ain't no beef or nothing. But, you know, he's doing his own thing. Every other artist ever would have had, like Snoop had the back on Death Row. He he announced that he bought back Death Row around the Super Bowl time. He had a compilation that came out. Mary J had the album that people didn't really know that was coming out that came out in the Super Bowl. Eminem, even Dre like, released music. Like, even Dre released, like, exactly, Phil. Like, even Dre released the freaking, you know, project for uh, uh, GTA 5 or whatever it was, contract. Yeah. Kenny's the only dude that's just like, nope. Nah, I dropped one out the Super Bowl. Curtis, Curtis released Tommy. <laughs> he, he, he released Tommy to the masses. Force. Oh no! Although that that song is actually pretty dope. You know, I you know I'm not a, a, a Curtis dude. That the uh, the the Tommy song with uh, what's my man name from Chicago? The singing boy. Oh. Uh, DJ, DJ the Chicago kid, kid? right? Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, that's my first guess. I, I could have yeah, no, but that, that's the, actually the right guess. He, he, he <laughs> is the uh, the intro, the um, the intro song, the uh, um, Power Force okay. is uh, with BJ Chicago kid. That one is actually uh, yeah. actually pretty uh, dope. But I'm saying like everybody's putting out work except for uh, K Dot man. What's up? I don't know, man. I don't know. All I know is. Meanwhile, Ken King Cole is out here running these streets. Dreamville is running laps on people, yo. Dreamville as a label is running laps on people. Ari Linux, Loot, uh, JID, Boss, uh, Earth Gang. Boss. Boss. Yeah. That Earth, that, Earth Gang, that Earth Gang album was amazing. Yeah, man. H-U. I love that game. Okay. And then the D-Day mixtape, the Gangsta Girls uh, mixtape they dropped. Yeah. 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 Fire. Yeah. But but Cole, I, I I've 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 had my 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 criticisms for Cole over the years. These last two years though, uh, oh he he got close to the camera vibe. <laughs> he, he, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not, here for the J. Cole. The I'm not here for the J. No, Cole. No J. Cole slander in your presence. No J. Cole slander. <laughs> oh man. You should have been here about about 120 episodes ago. You would have, you would have hated all. Of it. You would have hated us. I've been fighting for J. Cole since day one, and I ain't going nowhere. Oh, since <laughs> since day one. All right, I've all been right. fighting. All right, I've so, been fighting for J. Cole, and I've been fighting for Wale, and I've been fighting for Big Sean since day one. I ain't oh, going nowhere. Oh, Big Sean. Oh, oh man. Oh man. You sound like yeah, 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 yeah. Double XL cover now. Freshman cover now. Yeah, uh, why are you you fighting for Big Sean? Yeah, he wouldn't fight for you. Now with the weak ass bars. (laughs) First off, first off, first off. (laughs) 
first off, no, I don't fight as hard for Big Sean, but I'm like, people like give Big Sean his Big Sean can rap, bro. No, he can rap. He he just yeah. That Detroit, I don't, I don't, the Detroit 2, outside of Big Sean's first album, Detroit 2 might be Big Sean's best piece of work. Detroit is Big Sean's Detroit. best piece of work. I'm Detroit. talking about his albums, not his mixtapes. Okay, okay. Oh, okay. I'm All talking right. about his albums. Detroit's okay. mixtape was fire. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, all the finally famous mixtapes were dope. And then yeah. he started making albums and it just, it, it ain't do it for me until what was the joint? Um, why? What's the joint with the Eminem song? Oh, uh, oh you're think talking about with, with Detroit versus everybody? No, no, uh, not not Detroit. Not the song. Not called Detroit. Is this, is this Eminem? It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's that album. Whatever that album is, I know which album uh, you're talking that's not, about. That's not. I decided. I yeah. think it might be. I didn't like that album. Don't don't tell me y'all that here was... listening to uh, 2088, uh, Jew. No, <laughs> not, no. not knocking that, no. are you? No, I'm not here. No. All right, All right. just making sure. No. Yeah, yeah, I decided had uh, no favors with Eminem. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm good on that. <laughs> back, back, to, back to Kenny, though. So, yeah. It's been five years since Damn came out. He did some pretty amazing stuff with it in terms of uh, the sequencing of it. He released it one way, and then on the, on, the, on the deluxe version, he reversed the track listing and it still played the same way, which was, he did yeah. so much innovative stuff with that. He got the Pulitzer, he got the Grammy, he got the, you know, like he's the, the first rapper to have all these different accolades all at once for one project. and. Mm-hmm. And then he's just been quiet for five years. Hypothetically speaking, I'm just saying, hypothetically speaking, mm-hmm. would you rather get something that's as good as your favorite Kendrick album, such as uh, Butterfly is your favorite one? Would you rather get something that's better than that? Or would you rather get the, the often rumored Cole K. Dot collaboration album? <laughs> what, like what what would you do to get that album musically like what would you sacrifice to get that out oh my god <laughs> first 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 before you answer that answer answer the which one would you rather get that that's a that's a that's a that's a dope question yeah. would you rather get something you might have to pose better, that to the people something that's better than butterfly or would you rather get cold and dot i think i would take Taking the collab, yeah, I'm yeah. taking the collab. You just gotta too, see, you gotta, you gotta taste the dope. You gotta see what is, yeah, what is hitting. That's too, that's too great. How many songs bonus. do they actually have together? Like two. I, I remember. I think it was one year they like wrapped on each other's beats. That uh, yeah, but that they, but that didn't count. Nah, they didn't even rap together. They got, yeah, they got two. Forbidden Fruit. Mm-hmm. They got Forbidden Fruit, and they got, they got um. K dot was, was on Under the Sun. Yeah. Under the, the yeah, no, he, no, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. Yeah, oh, he did it? the hook. He did the hook. Oh yeah, he did. Jeez, he did, did the hook. Yeah. Um, uh, the jig is up. J Cole just talking though. Okay, and then yeah, and then, he, uh, and then they got uh, they on uh, what you call them? 
They on uh Return of the Mac uh oh, Trading Truth. When I'm uh, on I'm, I'm on. on. Yeah. Oh. I'm on. And then uh didn't Cole do high power? Cole did he, high he power. He produced it, but he don't rap on it. <laughs> you know I'm saying he but yeah, yeah, like that count. Yeah. Um so, so they I was about to say fucking proud, but Cole not on that. Nah. I'll take that collab any day. So you, so that that's so basically, if you could, if you could come up with one collaboration, it wouldn't be Wale and Big Sean doing slight work too. <laughs> First of all, I hated that song. <laughs> I hated that. Song. So it wouldn't, it wouldn't be them doing slight work too. It would be, it would be K Dot and at least just give us a joint because right now they yeah. still don't even have a joint that's just them. That's what yeah, and like, and like J Cole is on. J Cole is on. A thousand, yeah, but that has like, to happen though. But like he's about, he's about to basically great, gracefully bow out. Yeah, he's been talking retirement for a minute. I think he's, um, I think he's probably doing maybe two more albums, maybe. Because I remember he posted like this listing of like yeah, album titles or whatever, off season, and then yeah. like it's a boy or something. Yeah, uh, yeah Phil, I think he's probably doing. Like, Phil, would you would you rather get uh, Jay and J Cole? Or K Dot and Cole, because when you think about Cole, you think oh, about more. I'm just saying, like when you think about Cole, the thing that's so crazy is like when he was still trying to find himself when the, and the whole Star is Born and um, Mr. Nice Watch or whatever. Like he's not where he where he was now isn't anywhere near where he is now. And Jay, yeah. you know, he's been reluctant to I don't know, reluctance to it, but. He hasn't really shown Cole the love that you would think a protege or an artist that signed to your label would get. Like, he hasn't performed with this dude in over seven, seven so, years. This is what I'm gonna say. Never thought I'd be saying this, but for the last two years, the J. Cole that we getting, I I, I wanna hear that all the time. Okay, okay. What, what? <laughs> What Jay Z are we gonna get? Because the Jay Z I've been hearing for the last two years, I don't necessarily know if I want to hear that. You gonna get the West Free Jay? Okay, if if I get the West Free Jay, that's not bad. It's not a bad. I, I'll, I'll I'll take that. I'll I'll take the West Free Jay. Well, how, what what year what year did that come out? That was like twenty nineteen. Eighteen. Eighteen. So yeah, four. That was four years ago. We we had a we had an Olympics. I mean, <laughs> like a new president, like no. But seriously though, like I mean, Jay is Jay all day, but the the, the levels have switched. At at, the, at right now today in 2022, like we know Jay Z, like if he if he feels it, he can give us a a classic verse. Yeah. But I don't think he's really inspired at this point. He, I think he's just you know. He's paying off favors at this point. So Jew, I did man. like, I did like that verse on the Pusha T song though. I like this verse. I, 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 I like the words. I didn't like the flow though. I didn't like, like the, like that yeah. that flow for me. It 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 did that talking like he sounded like he just talking on a track. Yeah, it, like the inflections too. I'm so right. Yeah, yeah, like like don't don't do that. You, don't, don't you think from what we know about Cole, wouldn't he rather get in with, with Hit Boy and Nas than probably do the J thing? Well, well, we know Nas is his dude. Yeah. 
Yeah, Nazi's guy. Yeah, so so from what we know, like, you know, if you had to had to say, all right, pick between Jay and Nas, you probably pick Nas. Especially oh, as I, I think so. Hold on a hit boy beat would be nasty. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's, had a, he's had a hit boy beat. He's had a yeah, hit boy Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you talking Wait. about Cole now on yeah, this run that no, this, Nods is on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nasty. Yeah, I think, I think let, people let would rather two, see that. Let them two dance like the, the what Nods has been doing the last the last three albums, and what yeah. Cole's been doing for the last two, basically since the freestyle of the year over Uchiwali. Since that point, <laughs> yes. Everything after that, J Cole been been pretty much smoking whatever he been on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I take it you like this London joint that that recently came out. Did you see? Did you oh, you talking about with him and uh, him Bia? and Bia? Yeah, I like his verse. I mean, he, I, that's what I'm saying. He's just he just playing. He just playing. I, I, fool, I fool with her joint. Yeah, I mean, bro, it's a it's a catchy song for the summer. Like, <laughs> that's a, definitely it a summer hit. Isn't it? But his his verse is yeah. like you can tell he's a vet. He raps like a vet. He's just like. You gonna get these bars real quick, and I'm gonna be out. I'm gonna be out your way, but yeah, like I'm gonna show you how it's done real quick. Yeah, yeah. He's really. You can tell he's really comfortable in his yeah. like. Now that he's out of his storytelling bag, and he's just back in his rap bag. Yeah. He's going. He's just going crazy. He don't have nothing to prove to nobody. Yeah. It's nope. It, he he. It, it seems he seems very free. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, because a lot of times he was like, you know, like some of the purchases he was making and the things that he was talking about that he was doing, he was trying to keep up with the, you know, with the Drakes and the, you know, the people with the that, rap, the whole rap aesthetic. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was doing he was doing the rapper uh the, the rapper starter kits. Yeah. 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 Once he was able to finally just kind of get comfortable and like he was good, like Dreamville took off, like that's where he really saw. Yeah, for, for me though, it was it was the uh, Twenty One Savage collabo. Like from there, from from that point on, um, that was that was it for me. So I, I'm I'm happy to see it. And, and I just saw the way you look, uh, audience. We're, we're talking to, to, to Julian now, and the way he looked with that cold, he was like, okay, like I, I could. So Cole and Kenny, those those are your guys. It was, yeah, you guys tell us about Wale and, and Big Sean. So so hold on, hold on, hold on. But uh, before, before we might as well continue the trilogy. Trilogy. What's your uh, what's your uh, feelings about uh, one Aubrey Grant? Drake's. I mean, you can't like. All right, all right. Hold up. Let me say. Okay, this. I, I was about to be like, uh oh. <laughs> hold, hold on. Let me say this. Also, like Carl Lewis, bye. Yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. No, let me say this. Drake is a superstar. You can't deny that. I don't. If we talk it album wise, like rapping, then he can rap. I don't like the CLB album. It was not that good. Um, but I mean, he's definitely in my top ten for sure. He's definitely in my top ten. Is there anybody in your top ten that might surprise us besides Wale and, and Big Sean? First off. First off, Big Sean's not in my top 10. Oh, okay. I, just, you just no, he's not in my <laughs> okay, top 10. Just, I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad we got that on the record. You just defend no. him like Big, he's in your top 10. God, you yeah, Big Sean's not in my top 10, but just I respect his rap. You feel sorry for him. <laughs> <laughs> just say it. You feel sorry. No, I, res- 
I think like I think he can really rap and it's just like I think part of this he did to himself um where I'm just like bro you got kind of gimmicky with the bars and with the, with the elementary bars and it's like all right that was cool for your first album but now it's just like all right this kind of whack now I, I think with him though I think it I think it's a situation where we, we talked about Cole, Kendrick, and Drake, and he sees himself with those guys. Mm. It's, You're it's not on that level. It's a different degree. It's a different. It's a different level yeah. of artistry. It's a different the, level the, of MC. The the, their tier is funny because when you look at it for the history of rap, their tier has been established probably as long as any other tier was able to. Like even when you had the. Biggie, Jay-Z, and Nas tier, it, it, it was short-lived just based off of the circumstances. Yeah. But when yeah. you look at their tier, you could, you could probably go back to, if you're including Cole in it, you could probably go back to 2015 and include Cole in there as far as when people really started saying those were the three guys of this generation. Yeah, because, yeah, and like, yeah, but there's definitely tears. Because what was that? When was uh, Forest Hills? That was like 2014? 2014, yeah, yeah, December of 2014. That, that's when people put Cole in that same Kenny Drake. You know, yeah, that's when it at, at, like at that point years. it was undeniable. Yeah, yeah. So they their run as far as being the the, the kind of top um, trio. Those are the top three guys. Yeah, and nobody's those been able the, to come close to it. Those are the top three guys: Drake, Cole, Kendrick. Like you, you. There's no competing with that no it's been solid mm -hmm. it's solid but i think the tier underneath that is where like a wale is at Ooh, right under we feel we've had this conversation right under that tier i think wale because I, I think probably meek goes there if meek's in that tier then wale's in that tier but well me wale raps better that's that's not that's that's not Facts. wale raps better but Meek's a bigger star. He makes bigger songs. Does he? He does. I mean, I see the Dreams and Nightmare shirt. I get it. <laughs> Call him out, Jew. <laughs> hey, man. I get it. Nobody it's the national anthem, man. You know, hold on a minute. Y'all thought I was finished. When I bought the Ask Tomorrow, y'all thought it was rented. Like, I get it. I love that song. I still rap it to this day. But you think Meek got bigger anthems or songs than Wale? Wale got the women, bro. Well, well, well no, uh, yeah. Wale has- He's got the chart success too. Wale has one of the biggest anthems of the last decade, uh, indirectly, is, uh, with, with no hands. So- feature, yeah. But, yeah, but it, that so, still goes, like- But even just- That, go, fire, that goes low, just low, as hard as Dreams and Nightmare. Love, love, hate thing, like those those were number one. Yeah, so, but are they good though? Yeah, Lotus, 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 Love, hate thing is awesome. That's an awesome song. Love, hate, yeah, love, hate thing was a great, it was great. <laughs> That's an awesome song. Both of those yeah. are. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, I guess you're right. Um, and this is why I rap for Wale so hard because hip hop in the genre in whole mm -hmm. did not give him the just do for what he did with Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, that I was. Oh no, no that, those. That was a move. 
Yo, would like to do it on a mixtape about nothing. Do it on a mixtape circuit. Exactly. Double black and do it with an album is like exactly. Yeah. And you didn't like you. It's not like the album was like, you didn't flop on the album. People but just didn't understand the concept. Even because the other mixtapes like, like Back to the Future with Knife Wonder was crazy. Fact. Uh, seven seven seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, no, he he has joints. Um, yeah. So, I, I don't know. But, yeah, but you got me thinking though, because like I'm back to your original question: who's in my top ten? Yeah, that like would kind of shock y'all. Maybe is it? Is there anybody that's over the age of forty? I mean, I I no longer put Hove and Nas in categories anymore. Yeah, that's fair. Most pe- most people kind of exclude them yeah. from that. Yeah, like Black Thought or oh, Jada Kid is one of the few rappers who's never given a bad verse. Yeah, I I love Kiss. Like you can't do. Oh. He's not got Kiss. Ah, right, yeah, we, right, you nah. got yeah, yeah, you got to flesh this out. I mean, my top, my <laughs> I would say because you put Drizzy in there, and, but not Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Yo, there's, been, like, there's been several Big Sean references. Yeah. We we leave, we leave it now. We we leave it. Where you where are you from, good sir? I'm from Chesapeake, Virginia. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So there, there's there's a certain there's a certain gentleman that's like right right around the corner from from uh from there. Uh one 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 King Push. Uh, oh, he's definitely top ten. Okay, easily. all right. I'm not, I'm, I just we just gotta flush it out. Easily, easily. Okay. Um, because I, I didn't hear his name, so I just had to. I just had to make sure. Oh, yeah, know. like yeah. Put push a T solidified. Um, I don't know. Would this person shock y'all? He's not over forty. Uh, Tyler the Creator is in my top ten. Okay, that's fair. Like like Tyler, every time he makes a new project, I like him a little bit more. Like I I, I love like original I Future. He lost me with a couple joints, but the last the last probably three joints. So that's the crazy thing. I got onto him late because I did not like anything I Future did. I thought I Future. I thought I'm like yo, these dudes are, hey, these dudes are trash. Mm-hmm. Like, but then like once I heard. What album was it? Flower Boy. Mm, I think I heard. I think I heard. Which one came out first, Flower Boy or Igor? Flower Boy. Flower Boy came out first. All right, so I went and heard Igor. Then I went back and listened to Flower Boy, and I was like, "Oh, oh, this dude's nice." Like, oh, okay, he's he's. He found his sound. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So I'm like, all right, cool. Like, he wasn't doing the shock factor rap anymore. I'm like, this dude found his sound. And I'm like, I can yeah, rock I with he, this. I think he finally got comfortable. Yep. So he's up there. Um, I don't know how old this dude is, but uh, y'all listen to Toby in Wigway? Toby in, okay. in Wigway? Mid 30s. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. no, Toby's dope. 
Yeah, he's nice. Yeah, Toby's hard. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So we're we're getting close to a ten. We we at least had to 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 let everybody you know see. Yeah, we, see we had to flush coming. it out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. This is the, this keep... is the take. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all ain't gonna let me live with that big Sean take. Nah, I mean, listen, Duke, Duke, Duke can rap. I, I've even defended him in some moments as far as like not letting people just totally issue him. Because I'm like, he yeah. doesn't deserve that because he he does try to use his pen a little bit every now and then. But he, he, he uses words, which is always good. Yeah, yeah. But I think know. the real downfall, Kendrick Lamar is the reason people look at Big Sean the way they do. That control verse mm. might have been was a big hit to his career. Yeah. Because when they heard the control verse, shout out to the fact that Jay Electronica decided to go after that. But yeah, that control verse hit Big Sean's career crazy because it was just like, who, why, why'd you do that? Why'd you let this man get yeah. on this album? And then you didn't put the song on the album. Yeah, that was that was weak. That was weak. Like you just tried to get rid of the song. Yeah. And then of course every New York rapper's ego was hurt. So they yeah. all decided to put control verses out. Well, they they would race into the booth. Yeah, I'm like Joe bro. put out like three three verses <laughs> that I'm day. Like, bro. <laughs> like bro, yeah. you ain't like bro, you ain't dropped a, a song in five years. And he did and no he more. didn't and he didn't mention you. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I ain't got time for you. No, that was a moment. Big man. (laughs) That was no. Um, the crazy no. Um, Jad Electronica needed to fight uh the engineer, whoever whoever mixed that song because they those verses crazy that they did to that man. So the fact that you chose to put his verse after hearing the Kendrick verse. That that was that was that was unfair. So what, what should have happened? Two things should have happened. They should have just scrapped those verses and used them for another song. I'm talking about uh, Big Sean and Jay Elect, and that should have been a standalone uh, mm-hmm. TDE exclusive. And you exactly. could have saved yourself a whole bunch of trouble, like the way they would bring out like Wisdom Joints, the Heart. Like every year they bring out a uh, the Heart Part mm-hmm. One or whatever. That should have been a TDE. You know, you know, album. Uh, we we getting you ready for the album type, John? Because that yeah. came out right before to pimp, right? Yep. Mm, it was a couple years though. Because it, what, it was a what, couple control, years. Yeah, control was like uh, 2013. Pimp, Something like that. Yeah. Pimp, pimp was 2015. So the uh, so what like the uh, that uh, like the the bootlegs and B sides drink came out right after that. Uh, what? Well, yeah, something come Untitled, out right. Untitled right Art Master that. came out. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're around that time. Yeah, yeah was it was on top of They should have put it on there. That should have just been a, one of the, the, the little add-ons to that joint. And like, there's no way, there's no way I'm putting my either that song never comes out if I'm Big Sean, or that I'm like, you got it, Chief. Go ahead, <laughs> go ahead. That's your exactly. now. Because exactly. the way people listen to it now, you don't even you don't even know like. There, there's there's mo there's versions literally on streaming services with just the Kendrick verse. I didn't know for like a month and a half that Jay Electronica had a verse on the song. I didn't know he was on the song because after his verse Kendrick is crazy. Verse, yes, he bodied it, but I'm like, 
after his Kendrick's verse, I just turned the song off. Because I'm like, no one should come after this verse. Even the way his verse ends, it makes you think the song is over. Exactly. I, I just I just turned <laughs> the song off. Yeah. ASAP Rocky Drake? <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's just yelling out names. <laughs> J. Cole Wale. Yeah. Mac Miller. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, listen, we, we've had it. We've had a, a great conversation, but we, we've got to, there's something that you, that you mentioned that we got to, we got to talk about it. Man. You're from okay. Virginia where ain't shit to do, but cook. Let's talk about that. man. What's up? Two up, two down. <laughs> now, now I'm in Texas, but like I was telling you before, you know, born and raised, went to Maury High School, you know, like Blair The Miller. Gators. <laughs> yo, yo, y'all, 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 take as to why it's not coming back because I know most natives or most people know the reason why it's not but what, what's, what's your take on why something in the water like it's only right that it was like a, a, a short lived thing it's like we can't have nothing at all yeah. so I got a, something in the water to be there was an experience mm-hmm. um, and at the end of the day I think Pharrell got tired of dealing with the city man mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. he got tired of giving getting so much pushback from the city that he really gave his all to, and he's from like he's from the beach, and it's like, bro, this dude poured so much back into the community, pro- provided and gave off a great festival. Nothing went crazy out there. Like the dude shut the city down and like peacefully. And y'all were still giving him pushback. Like he went through so much just to get the festival approved in general. Mind you, not only funding the city got so much money off of that. Yeah. Like it's it's crazy that it 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 only lasted that one summer. Yeah. And now and then Pusha T is saying it's probably going to happen in, in D.C. And I'm just it's, like, oh, it's definitely happening in D.C. It's like 100%. I'll be going to take that drive. Yeah. I'm going to take that drive. It's a couple hours. And it ain't nothing to it. But, yeah, something in the water was crazy. It was, you had to be there. It was literally an experience. I will never forget how sad I was that Friday night, the night it started, he brought out Hove and I was at work. Ah. I was pissed. Oh man, that's tough. Yeah. And but I was there the rest of the weekend, but like yeah, that night was crazy because the second night was shut down because it rained. But right, yeah. Sun Sunday, that Sunday was crazy. Like you had like three, four stages. It was. I think they said they hit like a million people there. Oh, I believe it. 
Like, cause yes. they had parking all the way up to Rosemont. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. Like, cause that's what I went out. I was working over by Rosemont at the time, and you literally they was they was offering parking and then shuttle rides down yep. to the to the beach. But like for those that don't know, Rosemont is what like ten exits from the ocean. Yeah, it's a good, it's maybe, a good eight maybe miles. more. Yeah, it's a good eight miles. Yeah. But yeah. mind you, also all those hotels were sold out. Every last one of them, people's houses. Every last, yeah. yeah, Airbnb made so much money that year. Yo, it was about Every to be Airbnb over here, yo. I was trying to figure out a way. To, like, man. But no, the 757 has to be ashamed of themselves, man. There's no way in the world, if I'm one of the other, you know, cities, that I let that get out of this area. Like, if I'm Hampton, exactly. like, you... You got everything over there. You got the Coliseum. You got it, everything is right there for you to do this. That that traffic would have been insane, but the money that you made would have been well worth it. Like, yep. It, it's no it's no way that that gets out of seven five seven. If I'm if I if I have any say about it, you know, if I'm one of them other cities, and that's a cool cool payday for any one of them. When you think about the revenue that comes in, all the people that's coming in out of town. The, the the taxes that you're gonna charge alone. Yep. The parking, all the tickets, the police gonna write. Well, I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> speaking of every, the police, everything. Speaking that, of the police, I know the the incident that happened, and it just it's so crazy. It, it ended up being his cousin that yep. was you know the unfortunate um, victim of yeah. uh, you know some 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 really shady police officering, um, but. Yeah, I mean, I think that that ultimately was was the final blow, you know, just, you know, Definitely. like like Jim, yeah. you were saying, just all the red tape and all that. And, you know, they don't really like for black people to have a good time there anyway. So that that was already one thing. But, you know, just the unfortunate loss of this cousin and, and them not really doing much to to try to bring justice to the situation just was, you know, pretty much sealed it. So, so exactly. Yeah. But it's good to hear that if it's in DC, I, I know at least I can say I know one person that's going. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I, I gotta go. Like, yeah. I have to. Like, I, when I tell you, it, and it's it's gonna be crazy because if it happens in DC, it won't be the same. Mm. It will not be yeah, the same. Like, like that that ocean front like was made for something like that. Exactly. Yeah. The name it fit perfect. The fact that he's from Virginia Beach, yeah, it, 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 it all fit. Like maybe, maybe they'll they'll realize how much bread they lost. They don't care. And, they've been they've been missing out on bread. Uh, I'm I'm gonna say a billion dollars in the past. Oh no no no! Twenty to thirty it's, years on the ocean front alone. It's one thing to like not get the bread and, <coughs> and it's out of sight, out of mind. But to have it, because you know, you know, when they doing their budgets and they planning, that revenue is factored into what the city made. So now they gotta they gotta figure out a way. Oh, we we made let's I'm just throwing out a number. Let's say we made two billion dollars off of this event last year. We gotta figure out, you know, we can only write so many loitering tickets down at the ocean front to 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 complete, you know, to make up that two billion. So I think that it's now that not being in the revenue, they're gonna 
they're gonna feel it a little bit more, and maybe that'll be ass to, and they're not kissing his ass. So that no, <laughs> but Drew, you know, like that, like he, you know, yeah. like they, they 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 left that situation so nasty, and just yeah. you know, it's like, gonna take a new regime. It, it it'll it'll probably be like years, maybe a decade or so. I, I could see that you know? where it's like the return of, of yeah to the water to his rightful home. Yeah, yeah, something like that. But hopefully, you know, we, you know, they even yeah, got a sucks. King Neptune statue at the beach, yo. It, it was all perfect, man. They it sucks, man. Perfect. Were, yeah, like there was. Oh, oh man, it hurt. It hurt <laughs> when I saw him put that. Uh, when I saw him put that tweet out and put it on Instagram, I was like, yo, yeah, it's over. Man. Like we had it for one summer. Yeah, and COVID took out the next year. Yeah, stole yep. it. Yeah, that yep. sucks. Yeah. Um. All right, Drew. Before we let you go, man, tell us, uh, tell us three things that are great about Virginia. Since we just talked about how bad Virginia was. <laughs> <laughs> three things that are great about Virginia, specifically Hampton Road Seven Five Seven. All right, so the 757, one thing is, it's crazy how much of a melting pot it is. Mm-hmm. Um, for some nice. reason, every New Yorker on the planet moves to the 757. Absolutely. Um, and they yes, never son. stop talking about New York. Um, well, so so here, has this slowed down? <laughs> Let me ask you this, because they have started to go to places like Atlanta and Charlotte. I know, mm-hmm. I know VA used to be like number one, especially 757. But are you still seeing the personalized plates they used to do that a lot. They would get their their Camry or their their Lexus, and they would have to put their you know Brooklyn baby or uh, BK born or NYC's native. They would have to put that. I've seen a. I've seen a couple you. It'll be like NYC to VA or something like that. You see it every now and then. You don't see it as much anymore. Yeah. But yeah, like it's. Um, the 757, it's a really good melting pot. Um, it's one of the best places, honestly, I'd say in America for music. Like some of the greatest people in music have come from the 757. Yeah. So, un- undeniable. Missy. Yeah. For real, Timberland, yeah. Missy. Uh, not to mention Eclipse. Bink, Knots. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, if you want to count, it's not the 757, but if you want to count, you got Chris Brown. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Trey Songs. Yeah, you got Trey. I mean, like, there's so many people. Teddy Riley. Like, yeah. like, they're so. And then some of the greatest athletes have come from Virginia. Absolutely. You already know. Yeah, so. Bubba Chuck. Chuck, Vic. Zo uh, Morning. Zo Morning. Yeah. Bruce Smith. Bruce Smith, like it's 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 crazy how many people we got, like in every sport, every sport. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like what's the brothers, the twins? Uh, well, I don't know. I don't think they twins, but they they play baseball. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, 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 Justin and BJ. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yep. Justin and BJ up to yep. They, they um, hit they hit uh, MLB over the head for half a billion together. Exactly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> half ability, half ability in uh guaranteed funds, yo. Guaranteed bread. They are champions at the bank, yo. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and then another thing, the third thing I'd say that um, the seven five seven is definitely getting better at um, is growing its art scene. Okay. Norfolk is becoming the hub of the seven five seven for art. Okay. Um, they're really putting a lot of time and energy and money into a lot of artists and they're trying to do it locally they're really trying to promote locally and i i mean i appreciate it a lot because like when i first started it wasn't like that mm -hmm. so like at least over the past like three to four years they've really been norfolk specifically has really been trying to put a lot into local artists so i definitely appreciate that there's that one uh kind of like art park that's right across the street from that restaurant called commune yep yeah you know what i'm talking about yeah they have like people come out there and stuff I, I thought that was pretty cool to see that's something that you just never would have saw just like a, like a space that was just dedicated to art and they had a stage there and you could just tell that you know yeah and they, they at this point is i mean the, the whole like neon district is like yeah. art yeah yeah man that's 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 dope man and we we of course are are, are happy that you're able to, to kind of thrive and you know uh do your thing there we, we, we don't want you to just be there we want to see you you know be global with it so yes yeah, sir you know yeah i i encourage a lot of people to do that and i i definitely want to do it myself and i'm glad i've been fortunate and blessed enough to art wise to travel with my art like nice. i've been um you know to like new york um and everything like that with my artwork and stuff like that and so like i encourage anyone to get outside of your bubble okay because like you never know what you're gonna see and it's it's inspirational it's it's great because you realize like how big it is outside of just even seven by seven yeah like you realize how big the the any space you're in is whether you cooking, painting, dancing, hooping, whatever, like it's way bigger than your bubble. All right. Now, one thing before we let you go, I did want to ask: Do you do uh, commission work, or you're you're, you're strictly uh, painting? You know, for your for yourself. I do commission work too. No, hmm. I do commission work as well. So. If, if I say, if I anybody say, I, need anything, yeah, I, I need you to draw me a, a, a picture of some Yeezy boots. You, you got me? <laughs> Galoshes. <laughs> oh, man. Don't, don't, don't charge me that. Don't charge me too much for it. <laughs> Not for I'm going to charge you how much some Yeezy boots cost. <laughs> Talk to him, man. That's out of my price range. I might as well just get the boots then. <laughs> Um, the price of the brick is all the way up, yo. That's what exactly. The price of the brick is going up. You, you, you charge you, you charging uh, stock X prices. Exactly. <laughs> Jew, all right. Last thing we we mentioned one thing that we wanted to do with you. Uh, wanted for you to since you are like an artist and you curate, um, you know, vibes and things like that as far as with your collections and things like that. We're gonna we're gonna have you curate a playlist for us that'll coincide with this uh, with this episode. Can you can you clue us into how you would start a playlist? And and basically, we're gonna do since we talked about this whole era of the the post uh, 
Jay, Cole, Drizzy, Cole, we're going to say that we want this playlist to be indicative of, of that era. Um, okay. So it doesn't have to be, you know, them, but just that era, like from when they basically became the, the trio at the top till now. Yeah, so like 2014 to yesterday. To yesterday. How would you okay. start that playlist? What would you start it with? Ooh. Oh, a little, little peek into your mind before we actually do it. Right. People hear it. Can I, can, I, can I look at my, can I look at sure. my iTunes real quick? Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, let me see, let me see, let me see. Because, Phil, I know how I was started, right? Let me see. Let's see, let's see know, what's I, cold hitting on. I know how I, I was started off. Um, that album, album of the year freestyle that we talked about, that wouldn't be a bad starter for that place. Mm. You know, just get, just get I it. think I would go you going right from there. I think I would go, uh, whew, I might go, Martin had a dream. I was just listening to that the other day. I just got the uh uh get Mad City on vinyl. Okay. But um I think I'd started off with something new. I'd do that ninety-five South show from the J. Cole offseason album. Killer. Yeah, with uh Cameron yeah. and uh Lord with uh East and Lil Jon, the East Side Boys up there. Yeah, okay. I, yeah, okay. I think I'm gonna start it off with that. All right, that's that's all right. All right, so you know, Pewter's Pewton. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I see. I see how you're going with that, and then um, I, I won't. I won't have you spoil it, but let, let's let's just say um, I'm looking forward to it. So, uh, yes, sir. Once again, man, we appreciate your time. I think we I think we touched on everything we wanted to talk about. I'm sure there's some takes that you know, that we could uh, that we probably could could fight over uh, at a, at another time. So we gotta have you back on the on the show. Yeah, yeah. Just say just say when and I'm here. I yeah. Just say when and I'm here. No, nah, man, we appreciate you, big dog. This is this has been dope, man. And in the in the art is phenomenal. Please, please, before you before we go. Tell everybody how they can find you, how they can check for the art, how they can cut a big check, all of that. Uh, yeah, 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 for sure. So, um, one, you can check out jhaskinsart.com. The website just dropped yesterday. Uh, oh. I'm on, yep, I'm on Instagram at jhaskinsart. Um, you can email me, jhaskinsartstudio at gmail. That's how you can reach me. Yep. Uh, we appreciate you, man. And then uh, we'll, we'll cut this part here. Yeah, um, we get we we get twenty percent like the lady. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Valuable lesson that day. Um, Jay, can you uh, just uh, just say your name? Like, hey, what's up, y'all? This is fill in the blank, whatever moniker you want to use. And then also uh, just, and you're listening to Tissue of the Tape podcast. All right, cool. Uh, can I do, can I do my uh, AKAs like y'all did at the Yeah, of course. Of course. Of course. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right. 
I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, you and you can, you know, you can keep going. We we can we can edit it. So you know, this. Okay. Yeah, do your thing. All right. What's up, y'all? This is Julian, aka Uncle Jew, aka your artist favorite artist, and uh, you are listening to the Tissue and the Tape podcast. Check it out. That's it. Uh, Uncle, sure. Uncle Jew, that's 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 shades of Kyrie. Don't 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 tell don't tell me. <laughs> that's how you be cooking. I was doing that before. I was okay. doing that before him. You, you, you come up, you come up in the you come up in the John Sage. When you when you when you be other artists, other artists, you be you be like you be like. <laughs> <laughs> but they call smud, smudging. You got the got the smudge. That that's what you do. No nah, man, that's that fake. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 they ain't let you in the exhibit because you wasn't vaccinated, man. It's like, oh no! I can only show up every other day. Yeah, man. You can't, you can't, you can't, uh, you can't paint in, uh, in Norfolk. You gotta go. You gotta go outside. Seven five seven. your art. <laughs> Yo, you can't paint in Norfolk. You gotta go to Richmond. Wow, <laughs> Uncle Jew. That's 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 a dope one. Though. I like that. Yeah, man. Yes, sir. Yeah. Man, we appreciate you, man. We're going to go ahead and... Uh, yeah, man, I'm know. glad we was able to make this happen, man. For sure. For sure, man. Yo, this oh, was yeah. so much fun. I, I definitely we, love we you were supposed to do it yesterday. I was, I was done done yesterday, yo. Like, <laughs> it, it, it would have it been all bad yesterday. Yeah, now nah, we'll, we'll actually... Oh, oh um, I do, have, I do have a question for you, though, since we do have you here. The answer is Stevie Wonder's the GOAT. Well, uh oh, uh oh, that's 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 now you speak of my language. You're speaking his language now. Yeah, speaking my language. It's it's the truth. Yeah, I'm official. I'm official. Steve Land Morris, uh, historian. Thank you for knowing his name. (laughs) (laughs) So, so for a while, I've been having this idea as far as doing. um, They do hip hop better than you. Oh, this is Tissy in the tape. Like that, Daddy. Like that, baby. <laughs>